All right, welcome back to From Aid Arbitration. And today, man, we're going to get into some ergonomics. How's that sound? Does that sound fun? <laughs> ergonomics. Uh, and the ergonomics are things that are put into place to reduce our chances of muscular skeletal disorders. Uh, national parties have come up with this program the EERP, and I'll discuss all these things here in a minute. But it's things that are put into place on the workroom floor and out on the route to reduce our chances of muscular skeletal disorders. Uh, and it's very important, very important. This case file that I'm going to talk about today was one that I filed against management back in 2014. And it was one when I was on the National Safety Committee. One of the big pushes was uh, ergonomics. Uh, it's brand new, and uh, it had just gotten put into the ELM, matter of fact. And so it was a big push at the national level uh, for ergonomics. And things happened at my station that were in contradiction to that. And, and I'll tell you, when I was telling you last week about <laughs> Things I'm going to tell you you won't believe. This is what I'm talking about here. Both parties agreed to ergonomics, but only one party stood up for the letter carriers when it came time to do that, and that was the union. Management at every level turned their back on the union. I'm talking about the tip-top level. The head of safety for the Postal Service turned her back on the letter carriers when it came time to, to put up or shut up. And I'll tell you all about that in this episode. It's quite bizarre. <laughs> it's quite bizarre. And, and when I talk about uh, all these episodes and I say the only one that cares about your safety is you, this case is what I'm talking about. Uh, a lot of my friends, when they listen to these episodes, they're like, man, why are you always so bitter? <laughs> You're always angry. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I am. I, don't, I listen to it. I don't feel like I'm angry. But I know the depths that management will go to hurt my people. I know that for a fact. I've seen it. And this case is Exhibit A <laughs> as far as that's concerned. I know the links that they will go to to hurt my people. And this case is a perfect example. Uh, I don't know if you ever told you how I got on the National Safety Committee. But it's it's a funny story. Uh, I was uh, on the I was the district co-chair for the NALC USPS Safety Task Force when we had it, and we would always have these meetings with the Eastern area. We would drive to Pennsylvania and have these meetings. Eastern area, everybody that's on the safety committee was on there, and so. I had a lot of contacts through that. And I told you all that time about the scanner message that came out, talking about take breaks, approved rest breaks. And, and it pissed me off from the first time I saw it. And so what I did was I emailed everybody. Everybody from national level, the union. I emailed them all. And uh, I sent it to the head of Southern Area uh, for safety. But I included Manny Peralta. He didn't know me at the time. 
the head of safety for the postal service. She had no idea who I am, you know, but I wanted all these people to see it. And so I simply said, put up the message and I said, who's the idiot responsible for this message? Whoever this idiot is should lose their job immediately. You have now put the entire country in harm's way when you did this. Uh, and then I said this. I said, whoever the boss is of the idiot that put this out there should immediately find that person and stick his foot in their ass. And so uh, I said, I'd like to know who, who it was. It wasn't 10 minutes after I sent that, my business agent, he calls me. He said, he's like, Corey, what in the hell are you doing? And I said, what are you talking about? He's like, man, you have just threatened the entire postal service. I said, how? how I, I didn't threaten anybody. You're going to put your foot in somebody's ass? I said, I did not say that. I said, their boss should find them and put their foot in their ass. He's like, dad, gum, man. He said, I'm going to have to come up there and represent you. I said, for what? I said, man, I just said that their ball should put their foot in it. I said, you don't agree with that? He's like, dad, gum, man, you got to be careful what you send out. So anyway, I didn't think it was that bad. I was just pissed. But a week later, I got a call from National. And they said, hey, we got an opening on the National Safety Committee. Would you be interested? So I asked what, you know, what it consisted of. You got to go up there to, uh, I think it's the Bolger Center or something like that. And every quarter you stay up there for a week on site. You meet with the heads of the Postal Service for Safety, Labor, OSHA, uh, all that. So I thought about it and I said, you know what, I'll do it. I'll do it. If it helps my people, I'll do it. And so, uh, I was a member of the National Safety Committee. It was Manny Peralta was head of it, obviously, and had three letter carriers. I was one of them, three letter carriers that are on the National Safety Committee. There was some business agents. I know Pat Carroll was on there, and I know that because when I got into it with the heads of the Postal Service, he put his arm around me and was trying to calm me down. I remember that. So I remember Pat Carroll by name, a great guy. I think he's since retired as a business agent. Fantastic guy. And I can't remember if there was more business agents on there or not. But anyway, what we would do is we would go up there close to Washington and we'd meet with all these heads. The head of safety for the Postal Service, I think her name was Linda DiCarlo. She's in this case file. Uh, she was at the NELC. So if you, that name sounds familiar, she was at the NELC. She left the NELC, went to the Postal Service and was the head of safety for them. Uh, one of the heads of labor was there. One of the head of ops was there. Uh, they had some district managers were there on as well on their team. Uh, some other people, occupational health was on there. All these big wigs were on there. And we'd meet for a week and we'd talk about all these things that we're going to do. And at the end of the week, we'd have this list of stuff that we're going to do. And ops and labor would say, we're not going to do any of that. And we'd all go home. And so that's generally how it was. Now, we made some national safety talks. A lot of these safety talks you get are ones that we came up with at the, at the, uh, on the National Safety Committee. Uh, and, and no disrespect to anybody. 
Uh, I love those people on my side. I did not like anybody on management side, but I love those people on my side. Manny Peralta, a, a warrior. Now, that dude is a fighter. Uh, the the brothers that were on there, the that were on our side, loved them. Pat Carroll loved the man. We were ineffective. It, it was just a bunch of flim flam. That's all that was spoke all week long. Just a bunch of flim flam. You knew that there's nothing coming of it, because as soon as there was a price tag put on it, the postal service would put a halt to it. We'll give some safety stand up talks. That don't cost us nothing. But if there's anything that came with a cost, baby, let me tell you, the Postal Service would put a halt to that. You know why we're ineffective? Because we don't make decisions. The Postal Service has to make decisions. They're the ones who can get on the workroom floor. They're the ones who put out national policy. We can't do that. They do that. And so when it came to cost, forget it. One of the things that I remember when uh, we had our brothers and sisters getting hit in the rear end, uh, they'd be out unloading their vehicle, and cars, uh, drivers weren't paying attention, and would hit them in the back, uh, sever their legs. We had some loss of life. Uh, and so we were recommended strobe lights in the back that went all the way around the back of the LLV and the FFV, strobe lights that would go all the way around the back. You couldn't miss it. Uh, we recommended that, and the Postal Service, the first thing that they asked, how much it cost. In my district, I brought that to our district attention. First question asked, how much it cost. It never got implemented. That's the reason. That's the reason I'm bitter. That's the reason I'm angry. It's because when it comes to cost, they will put cost above my brothers and sisters every damn time. There will never be a situation where management will put the carrier above cost at no time. This case file is the perfect example of that. This case file is where we rooted out the cockroaches. We turned the light on the cockroaches. I rooted them out at every level because I went to every level about this grievance. Not one person, not one single person from management would do the right thing when it came to protecting my brothers and sisters. That's why I don't give two shits about anybody in management. Now, we can be cordial. I'm polite all the time. But I won't give two damn shits about anybody in management because at the end of the day, the only one who's going to protect my brothers and sisters is my brothers and sisters. That's it. When it says in Article 14, it's the responsibility of management, that's the biggest pile of shit you'll ever read. It's the responsibility of the carriers at the end of the day to make sure that we remain safe. Management will put them their numbers ahead of us every single time. Sometimes I may sound bitter on here, baby. Sometimes I may sound bitter. I know the links that my employer will go to to hurt me and my people. I know the links. So anyway, one of the big pushes at the National Safety Committee was ergonomics. 
Uh, matter of fact, the head of ergonomics was there. He was ecstatic. I remember it like it was yesterday. He was ecstatic because ergonomics was going to be incorporated into the ELM. It had not been in there before. Uh, and they had put uh, an addition into the ELM about ergonomics. He was ecstatic. That guy, me and him, we had numerous one-on-ones. Uh, he would seek me out. I'd be walking down the hall, hey, Corey, you know, on the workroom floor, what are we looking like? What are we doing? You know, and I'd tell him, he's like, man, that sounds like a good, and some of these emails I'll read to you, that sounds like a good initiative. You know, we'll, we'll start doing this and that and this. Sounds great. That guy turned out to be one of the biggest cowards I've ever met when it came time to put up or shut up. He turned his back on us. When it came to ergonomics, that was his job. That's what he did. That's what he was pumping was ergonomics. And he turned his back on us when it came time. They all did. Everybody did. So anyway, I loved my people. It was just a waste of my time. It really was. Because at the end of the day, I'm not going to keep going up to Washington, spending a week to write a stand-up talk and come home. And so I forgot how long I was on there. Uh, but I wrote a letter to Fred Rolando and I said, you know, I, I love my people. I respect Manny to death. Uh, but arbitration is my passion and it's just getting too much. And so I respectfully stepped down out of that position. And that's how I, I stepped down out of it. But, you know, like I said, I love those guys and uh, had a ball with them. But I, I'm not going to waste my time. And that was, to me, it was a waste of my time. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember back when we went to, was it Philly? Yeah, I think the national convention was in Philly. I don't know if y'all remember, but I did a mock arbitration there. That was me. Uh, and I also was on the National Safety Committee at that time, and we did a couple of training classes in there, uh, you know, which I love doing. I love training. I love being in front of people and trying to help. But, uh Yeah. I just, at the end of the day, it was a waste of my damn time. So, but anyway, I saw an individual the other day, and this is a perfect example of ergonomics. On Facebook, they write that management had came in and they took all of their orange hampers out and they're making them use wire cages. The big wire cages, that's what they're putting their mail in, their parcels in, and rolling those out to a to their vehicles. That's a grievance. That's a grievance. Because that is promoting injury when it talks about muscular skeletal disorders. What you're doing is enhancing my possibility of a muscular skeletal disorder when you do that. That will be a grievance every single time it happens. If you are in a station and they've been using wire cages forever, I would still file a grievance on that, saying that there are things in place that we can be using. The orange hampers, and I'll get into that here in a second. The orange hampers. There are things that are in place that we could be using to reduce our possibility of muscular skeletal disorders. And I'd file a grievance, Article 14, Article 19, via this section of the EL I'm going to tell you about. I'd file that grievance, and you're going to win it. All of this stuff in this case file, it's 300-something pages. All this stuff I'm going to put up, Jeremy's going to put it up on the website. 
every memo, every booklet, every uh, signed agreement, everything dealing with ergonomics, national safety plans, everything is in this grievance. I've got a statement from Manny Pralton here. It's I, I, 30 pages of documentation he gave me for this grievance. Uh, when I called him, he came running, like he always has with me. And I have nothing but respect for the man. And I'm not disparaging him or his committee at all. It just wasn't for me. Um, but anything and everything you're going to need to file a grievance on ergonomics is in this case file. Everything. Now, you may need to update some things because it's 2014. But what happened in my station was I went on an arbitration, and I came back. All my tubs were gone. There's no tubs in my station. All my mail is on the ground. It's stacked on the ground. I walk in. I'm like, where in the hell's the tubs at? Supervisors like with district manager came down with a policy that we're taking all the tubs out. They're putting the mail on the ground. I said, what in the hell is his problem? Why in the hell is my mail on the ground? So anyway, I initiated this grievance. And I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version of this grievance. I'm not going to talk about 300-something pages. I'm going to hit the highlights for you. But look at this. Pull it up and look at it. If you get real damn bored, pull it up and look at it. It's 300-something pages. But it will educate you on something that you probably never knew existed but is extremely important. Okay? So my, my mail's on the ground. And so I asked my manager, who I loved, to this day, I love this guy. He's in this file. He's going to do what he's told to do. So, But he's like, you know, district manager said that, you know, there's this new initiative. They're taking all the tubs away. I said, baby, you know that makes no damn sense. He said, I, Corey, I know it. But we're, it's what he told us to do. I said, all right. I said, well, you know I'm going to file a grievance on it. So anyway, in the, in the process of this grievance, when we're dealing with this grievance, Obviously, my carriers are a raucous bunch. A lot of seniority in there. A lot of seniority in my station. So they're getting quite raucous. And so uh, I asked for statements about them bending over to get this mail off the ground. I get a bunch of statements. They're in this file. And it's a great, it's a great case file to look at to show how you build and support your position. Uh, I got 1767s in there from numerous carriers talking about I'm, I'm in fear for my back. I'm having to bend down even further now. And so I'm, I'm in fear for what it's going to do to my back because that's what ergonomics is now. It's, it's the help, things that are in place to help reduce the potential for muscular skeletal disorders. Okay? So it's, it talks about long term. It's not talking about immediate because management wanted to say at the formal A meeting, you didn't have one thing from anybody who's been injured. That's how damn stupid they are. So what they want is an injury, and then we'll talk about it. So have one of your carriers get injured first, and then we'll talk. That's how damn stupid they are. But anyway, that's what ergonomics talks about. It's for potential. It's for the future. It's to reduce future injury to muscular skeletal disorders. So that's what it's talking about. So anyway, I, I start the process of this grievance. I'm anybody and everybody that will listen, I'm going to them. All of our district safety meetings, I'm talking about it. 
When I go to the National Safety Committee, I'm talking about it. I go to the head of ergonomics and the head of occupational safety and health. I go to both of them and I'm telling them, I'm like, dude, it's your time to step up, man. This is your area. I can't believe that's happening. It's happening at my station. So do you want to write a statement or anything? Well, let's just see where this thing goes and then we'll, we'll get involved. I said, what are you talking about? Well, you know, you, you said you're going to file a grievance. I said, so what you're saying is you're not going to get involved. Well, you're filing a grievance, right? I said, dude, look here, man. I shouldn't have to file a grievance. That's how stupid this is. I said, what do you do? And here comes Pat Carroll. <laughs> He's coming over to me because I'm hot, man. And Pat puts his arm around me. And I've known Pat a long time. And so he puts his arm around me. And uh, I said, I'm good, Pat. I'm good. I said, I want to know what this man does. Because he's telling me he's not going to get involved with the very thing that he's supposed to be doing. So tell me what you do. The occupational safety person, they're like, you know, Mr. Walter. I said, what do you do? I said, it looks to me like neither one of y'all do a damn thing. And so Pat's like, Corey, 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 calm down, man. I said, Pat, I'm good, baby. I'm good. I said, but I've got two people here that are over the very thing that we're dealing with at my station, and neither one of them will get involved. I want to know why. Because they're not going to tell the district manager what to do. That's why. They have a title. They're an empty suit. They're a signature on a piece of paper. That's all they are. They're an empty chair. That's all these people are. I went to the head of safety, DeCarlo, for the, for the postal service. I went to her and I said, hey, this is what's going on in my station. Why are they doing that? I said, hell if I know. But they took all that. That makes no sense at all. I said, I agree. Who are you going to call about it? What are you talking about? I said, you and I are in agreement, right? Makes no sense. Well, it don't make any sense. I said, well, who are you going to call about it? I'm not going to call anybody. What good are you? You're an empty suit. You're an empty chair. You're a signature on a piece of paper. That's all you're good for. Pat is pulling me now. He's pulling me by my belt loop. He was a little guy. He was smaller than me. He's pulling me by my belt loop. Hey, Cork, come on. I said, Pat, baby. So I put my arm around. I said, Pat, I'm good, man. I'm good. I said, I just want to know. What, I've been up here all these years. I said, I just want to know what these people are good for, man. And so Linda, she's getting a little hot with me. I said, it's unbelievable that I'm sitting here with the heads of all these safety things, and not one damn person will say one damn thing about helping my brothers and sisters. I said, y'all not see how ironic that is, that I'm at a saf national safety meeting, and none of the people on y'all's side will get involved? Anyway, so that's in this grievance. Anything and everything you're going to need is in this grievance. So I'm raising hell at every level now, at every level. Eastern area, I asked that guy, he's in here, uh, an email to him from me. Hey, his name is Bruce Getz. Uh, he's the one I told you I asked about last week when I was talking about uh, just having stick DPS. Op said that uh, that that the they're concerned about efficiency. And I told him, you're pathetic. 
I email him. I know this dude was so glad when I wasn't on any committees anymore. I emailed him. I was like, hey, dude, what do you? what is your opinion on this? What's the Eastern Area's opinion on this? They took all my tubs away. He tells me, oh, since a grievance is being filed, I'm not going to give my opinion. <laughs> That's what he says. An empty suit, an empty chair. They're a signature on a piece of paper is all they're good for. They can make no decision. The only time you'll see them running is when it's cost to the Postal Service. That's the only time you'll see these bastards' name on anything is when it comes down to a report talking about the cost of anything. That's the only time you'll see them get involved. They don't give a damn about you. I'm telling you. They don't care about you. The only person that cares about you is you. Remember that. At the national level, the head of safety told us to go screw ourselves. The head of ergonomics told us to go screw ourselves. The head of occupational health, go screw yourself. Labor, ops, all of them, the carriers can go to hell. That's how they feel about you. That's how they feel about you from the top on down, baby. Hey, that's fine with me. I'll take them all on. That's fine with me. I'm best around my brothers and sisters. I'm the best amongst my people. That's when we're most effective. Screw these people in those, those positions, man. They'll always show you who they are. That's the reason sometimes I come across as bitter. That's why. You hurt my people, man. You hurt my people and you don't give a damn about it. So let's get it on. That's how I feel. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm going to get into this grievance here in a minute. <laughs> I'm just ranting, ain't I? Anyway, so the district manager comes out to the station. Because I'm raising hell now at every level, baby. I've got them all on the line. The district manager comes out. He's in this file. He comes over to my case. Hey, Corey, all of his cronies are with him too now. It's, it's everybody is with this clown. Head of HR, she's in this file. Head of HR comes up with him. Head of ops is in this file. They come up with him. And there's this new initiative and he says he got it from stations up north where they took all the tubs away. File on that if, you, if that's happening to you. If y'all's mail is still on the ground, file. And I'm going to show you what to do right here because it's, it's dealing with ergonomics. But anyway, he comes up to me. I'm casing mail. And him and I, I don't know if y'all remember or not, but it was back when we was dealing with the Article 8s. And we had a meeting with my business agent, my branch president, the head of labor and the head of HR and him. And we're going back and forth, back and forth. They start lying. So I said, look here, man. I said, I can show you better than I can tell you. I'm going to win this grievance, and this is what I'm going to win. Y'all remember that episode when I said that? Well, this is him. So he comes up to me. He said, hey, Corey. I turned around and said, hey, sir, how you doing? I'm doing all right. He said, we got a problem? I said, I don't know. Do we? Well, it seems like you're going to a lot of people. Oh, you're talking about my mail on the ground. Yeah. And the pictures are in the case, uh, pictures are in this case file of our mail on the ground. Uh, we got a lot of mail. Uh, so the pictures are in here about the showing my mail on the ground. Y'all see that if you look at this file. I said, uh, yeah. Yeah, I got a problem with that. He said, what seems to be the problem? I said, no disrespect. 
I said, but who's the buffoon that told you to do this? This was my idea. I said, then you're the one I need to talk to. Yeah. I said, because I've been talking to everybody but you. So I said, I'm glad you're here. I said, here's what I want you to do. This was a Friday. I said, Monday, I want you and you, point HR, and you, the ops. I said, I want y'all to go in y'all's office. Remove every damn thing you got. Your tables, the, the filing cabinets, everything. Put all your shit on the ground. Take your chair out. And put it all on the ground and just work from the ground. Do that. I said, do that for a week and then come back to me and tell me how stupid that is that you did that. I said, that's what I want you to do. My carriers start clapping. He's furious. Head is red. I said, that's what I want you to do. I said, because that's what you're doing to me. You're putting my mail on the ground, baby. I'm having to work off the ground. I'm not a damn dog. I said, that's why I'm angry. <laughs> That's why I'm angry. I said, so go in y'all's office, take all your shit out. That's exactly what I told him. Take all your shit out. Put it all on the ground. And then come back to me. He's like, Corey, don't you think that? I said, I don't think a damn thing. I think I'm here sticking mail and you came up and you're bothering me. That's what I think. So he turned around and left. So that turned HR against me. And you'll see in this you'll see in this file where she just basically tells my branch president, we're not changing anything. The mail's going to stay on the ground. And that's in this file. But anyway, <laughs> I know y'all probably think I'm an asshole. <laughs> but there's only one thing that matters to me. There's only one thing that matters to me. It's my people. That's it. Nothing else. I don't care who's pissed at me on either side. I don't care. I have never cared. Who gets mad at me? Who holds grudges against me? Who blackballs me? I've never cared about that shit, and I never will. That's how you need to be about your people. When I became a shop steward, I told you, I said, I'm going to be the best that, that's ever been. Now, I'm not that. But part of that is protecting my people at any cost, any cost of reputation, any cost of friendships, any cost of anything. That's what I'm going to do. Because when I became shop steward, that's what I agreed to do. That's what I volunteered to do. And I'm not going to do anything half-ass. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so whoever comes down here, I don't give a damn who it is. National, area, district, all of them are going to get the same damn foot. That's how it is. Because you're trying to screw with my people. So they took our tubs out. I started working on this grievance, man. Now, my formal A, again, he presented the grievance at uh, the formal A meeting because I was going to be the advocate for this one, and it didn't make it. We got us a pre-arb, it's in here, okay, where they put the mail back in tubs and gave each of my carriers $250 because I asked for $20 a day. But ergonomics, <laughs> y'all don't forgot that was what I was talking about, didn't you? Ergonomics, um, it's things that are put in place to help reduce injury. The risk of injury, of muscular skeletal disorders. That's what ergonomics deals with. When they take out these orange, when they take out these orange uh, hampers, and I'll get into that in a minute. They take out these orange hampers and they make you use wire cages. They're, they're doing that to save time. Because they don't want you taking two or three trips out to your LLV, FFV with these orange hampers. I'm going to give you a wire cage so that you take one trip. They're doing that to save time at the expense of your health. That is the only 
reason they're doing that is to save time. Everything is to save time and money. They don't give a damn about your long-term health. That's ergonomics. That's where we hold them accountable. Plastic tubs on the ground. Elevate that male a foot. Every foot reduces my risk of injury and illness by so much percentage. And that's in here. Uh, matter of fact, the head of ergonomics, when it talks about this program, they want the male at least a knee high. So they have these uh, milk crates that you can get to stack the male on that, that elevates it up to at least knee, length, knee, knee height. Okay? That's ergonomics. They have these poles that you reach in the back of your vehicle and pull mail out, pull tubs out, uh, these hooks. They have Velcro inside that you hang them on. You can purchase those. The Postal Service should purchase those for you if you request them. That is to reduce your potential for injury and illness, to reduce your musculoskeletal disorder injuries, okay? Those hooks so you're not bending over into the vehicle. It's a very good thing, but we're the only ones that's concerned about it, all right? And this tub thing is, is will show you exactly what I'm talking about. So in the, I'm going to tell Jerry to put up, like I said, 300-something pages. Look at all of them. Now, it's duplicated on some things. There's two B-team decisions, two contentions. I don't know why it did that, but you're going to see that twice. There's some other things you're going to see twice. So that's made it bigger than it should be. But the issue is Article 5 and Article 14 and 19. If these things have been in place in your installation, in your station for a period of time, and you can no longer argue Article 5 because it's past the 14 days, you can still argue 14 and 19 via all these things I'm going to tell you about, the ELM and all that. You can still file the grievance on that, that these things that they have in place are enhancing your chance for injury, okay? We need these, pla we, we need these orange hampers back. These wire cages, they're reducing my, my uh, risk of injury. Uh, my mail is on the ground. I know they've been doing that for four years now, but it's reducing, it's reducing our risk of injury, okay? We can file agreements on that today, even if it's something that's been going on for years. Uh, and this case file will help you, all right? So let's get on to the case file. <laughs> I spoke 40 minutes, man. I ain't got into the damn case file yet. I'm sorry. I got off right there, didn't I? Dead gummit. That pissed me off when people mess with my people, though, man. I'm going to take it to them every damn time. 40 damn minutes. But I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version of this grievance. I'm not going to go through this whole thing, okay? It, it's extensive. Um, I've got the B-team decision in here. Uh, Paul Glavin, who's my B-team guy, fantastic. You can take just take his B-team decision and, and just – uh, you can't use this B-team decision, obviously, unless it's in your installation. But you can copy this. You can just plagiarize the hell out of his decision. It's His decision is everything in a nutshell. It's perfectly written uh, to win a grievance at, at any level. It's perfectly written. Um, in it, he talks about page 14.2 of the JCAM. It says that it is management's responsibility to provide safe working conditions. Now that in this case file is a damn joke because I told you, I went to every level of management 
national area and district, every one of them turned their back on us. So when it says it's management's responsibility to provide safe working conditions, that's as, that's about as valuable as the, the ink that that was written with. They don't care nothing about safe working conditions. They care about cost. The only thing that they care about when it talks about safety is how much we're costing them in vehicle accidents, how much we're costing them in OSHA I and I's injury and illness. That's the only time they'll come running is then. And he talks about, uh, and I'll just read some of his contentions. Like I said, I'm not going to read all this stuff. And then I'll get into some of our contentions. And then just some of the things that are in the case file that you'll be looking for, okay? He says, the union contends management failed to fulfill the responsibility of this obligation when they unilaterally rescinded the method which the parties at the national level were advocating as the safest procedure for letter carriers to perform their jobs. That's as good a sentence as you'll ever see. I would plagiarize the hell out of that sentence. That, that's as well worded as anything you'll ever see. And it's beautiful to an arbitrator. I'll read it again. The union contends management failed to fulfill the responsibility of this obligation when they unilaterally rescinded the method which the parties at the national level were advocating as the safest procedure for letter carriers to perform their jobs. He goes on. The grievance file contains extensive documentation, and it does. Get it, copy it, put it in your file, which reveals the union at all levels has fully engaged with management in an effort to assist in providing the safest working conditions possible for employees. It also contains evidence management rescinded in innovative ergonomic policies already in place in the Tennessee district, which were intended to reduce the number of injuries which are products of muscular skeletal disorders caused by or enhanced by the manner that individuals move their bodies in the course of performing everyday tasks. Bingo. You can end it right there. That's a, that's a, a bingo. That's the Mona Lisa of paragraphs right there. Then he goes on. The economic strategic partnership between occupational safety and health, who was there, and the United States Postal Service and the United States Postal Service unions is an eight-page agreement with numerous specific references to the party's commitment to the implementation and study of ergonomics in the workplace. And it reads in part as follows. The USPS, MPMHU, APW, and OSHA still work cooperatively to implement an ongoing process to identify MSDs early and control the risk factors that can cause injuries and illness to postal employees. That's how you get your grievance in there, folks, if it's been going on for a period of time. We no longer have a past practice grievance. We can't argue that because they, they did away with it. It's been past 14 days, okay? That, that right there is how you get in there. To identify MSDs early and control the risk factors that can cause injuries and illness to postal employees. That's how you get it in there, okay? As well as some other things. The grievance file contains section 811.22 of the ELM handbook, which reads as follows. And this is what that guy was so excited about, because this is the first time it was put in there now. 811.22 vision statement. The Postal Service will become a leader. You might as well just, that's garbage. 
But anyway, it's in there. The Postal Service will become a leader in occupational safety and health for the federal government and private sector by demonstrating a commitment (laughs) to integrating safe work practices into all of our services. The Postal Service is committed to participation in the OSHA Voluntary Protection Programs. The Postal Service also engages in innovative safety efforts, such as the Ergonomic Risk Reduction Program and Joint Labor Management Safety and Health Committees. (laughs) Isn't that some bullshit after what I just told you? Man, that's just writing on a piece of damn paper. Then he says, and then he writes this, the above provision in Section 811 of the ELM Handbook states the Postal Service will demonstrate a commitment to integrate safe work practices in all services. The following documentation in the grievance file reveals the lack of commitment management in the Bellmead Station as demonstrated to the Postal Service's investment into the safety of their employees. Just change out Bellmead and put your station in there. That's what I'm saying. Plagiarize this whole thing. You can take out Bellmead and put your station in there, and that's money. All right? Then he goes on. Page one of the Ergonomic Risk Reduction Program, that's in here. Everything is, if it's referenced, it's in here, okay? And NALC USPS Safety and Health Pilot Program clarifies the intent of the parties in this program as follows. EERP is a program, the goal of which is to reduce all injuries that are products of muscular skeletal disorders that are caused by or enhanced by the manner that individuals move their bodies in the course of performing everyday tasks. That's how you get your grievance in there as well, okay? If it's been months, years, this is how you get your grievance. If you're using wire cages, we have orange hampers, and I'll get to that in a second, what they're called. File a grievance and say, hey, this is, re- this is increasing my risk of a muscular skeletal disorder. Over time, this is going to increase my risk. We have these orange hampers that are readily available. We need to interchange those. Management's going to come at you with Article 3, uh, the means and methods and all that, and efficiency. It doesn't matter. Our safety is more important than their efficiency. <laughs> Our safety is more important than the means and methods, okay? So that's the argument you're going to make. Goes on to talk about the EL 809 handbook. Uh, reads in relevant part Handbook EL 809 is distributed to all postal facilities directly involved in implementation and or enforcement of the policies and procedures described in this handbook. The EL 809 is in here, the entire thing. Uh, the reason he put that in there, we put that in there, it says this correspondence detail dated 11 15 2013. Reads in relevant part as follows. Like I said, this thing was just coming online. This grievance was 2014. So 2013, all these things are getting revised, okay? It says the Postal Service proposes to revise Handbook EL-809, Guidelines for Area Local Joint Labor Management Safety and Health Committees. This revision focuses on consideration of ergonomic safety by area local safety and health committees, Okay? Area Local Safety and Health Committees, because i got committee notes in here where they're saying the exact opposite. Uh, He goes on talking about the EL-809, changes to handbook EL-809 regarding duties and responsibilities of committee members. Read in relevant part as follows. And again, when you get this, you can have all this and read all this. All Local Safety and Health Committee members, now remember that because I'm going to read you some minutes here in a minute. 
create and maintain an interest in safety and health and ergonomics and thereby help to prevent accidents. EL-809 is going to help y'all if y'all have things that have been going on for a period of time. Review employee safety and health and ergonomic suggestions. Review safety and ergonomics training records to determine if all employees are receiving appropriate training. How many of your carriers have ever heard about ergonomics? How many of y'all have ever heard about ergonomics? I'll read that again. Review safety and ergonomics training records to determine if all employees are receiving appropriate training. Y'all's employees ever received ergonomic training? You know why? It's cost. It's cost. They're afraid about cutting time. That's why. Changes to Handbook EL-809 regarding duties and responsibilities of committee members read in relevant part as follows. Review Form 1767, Report of Hazard Unsafe Conditions or Practice and Responses or Corrective Action Taken. And I had numerous carriers fill out 1767. So when I'm talking about this case file is a good case file to show you how to build a case file, uh, everything that you're going to need is, is in here. Now, you can't use my 1767s, obviously, but you can get your carriers to write them. And that's going to help your, your position drastically. Then he goes on, he's quoting management here. He says, management contentions, reading relevant part as follows. Several of the carriers filed a 1767, report of hazard, unsafe condition, or practice. The general consensus was that staging flats on the floor, loose, not in flat tubs, is hard on their backs, knees, and excessive repetitive motion. So that's what my carriers said. That would look beautiful in front of an arbitrator. That's what ergonomics is, is supposed to prevent, Okay. My injury to backs, knees, and excessive repetitive motion. And, and Paul talks about that perfectly. He says the union contends seven letter carriers in the Bellmead station submitted PS Form 1767 to station manager Eric Baxter and supervisor Beverly Montgomery. Each form explained in detail how the change in policy and performing everyday tasks is personally impacting their body and how it may lead to potential adverse and negative impact on their well-being. The effects and potential hazards they describe fall within the terminology and definition of the national parties agree upon in the ergonomic risk reduction program. Okay, so we, everything that we did was in line with these ergonomic programs. Here's one of the funniest things. Talking about the 1767, it says the supervisor, Beverly Montgomery, responded with the same answer on all 1767s. The process of staging banded flats already on the floor at the corners of the case is part of the Eastern Area Foundation. The ledges will be loaded, the four to six inch stacks. Volume in excess of this will be neatly stacked on the floor beside the case in stacks of no more than three feet high. When the ledge is empty, carriers will replenish the ledge with stacks from the floor. Remove all plastic shrink wrap at the time. Refresher training will be given to all the employees on proper lifting. The manager responded to all the same also. Housekeeping and safety is everyone's responsibility. Work areas must be kept neat and free of clutter. Proper egress must be maintained at all times. So they said Eastern Area Foundation. That's a lie. That's completely made up. There's no such thing as the Eastern Area Foundation. So they think that I'm stupid, I guess, because as soon as I saw that, I put in an information request, and it's in the case file. And I said, I want to, I want to talk to the author 
of the Eastern Area Foundation. I said, anybody that works with the Eastern Area Foundation, I want to talk to them. I want to, I want to interview them. Uh, I want to know who wrote it, who's part of it, all these things. <laughs> and, so, and so management comes back, uh, and it's in here, and they come back and they say, well, what are you going to ask them? <laughs> that's what they send. That's what they give me on my information request. What are you going to ask them? And I send back, hey, I talked to somebody, Sandy Quick. I said, just like I told her, uh, I want to know who it is. And I won't know what I'm going to ask them until I see the, the Eastern Area Foundation. I said, so I don't know my, answer, my questions yet until I, until I see who it is. And I need a copy of the Eastern Area Foundation memo or habit, whatever it is. I need a copy of that. And when I get the copy of that, I'll know what questions I'm going to ask. But I'm not going to give anybody any questions beforehand. So anyway, I thought that was funny. <laughs> They're lying, so we just keep pressing them. And here's another thing that's very interesting. It's in the file. The U.S. Postal Service Office of Inspector General released the following relevant information in 2014. Despite the Postal Service's attempts to decrease the number of employees, 19% since 2008, its workers' compensation costs have increased 35%. And that's one of the reasons the ergonomics thing was so important, because workers' comp claims about injuries, repetitive motion injuries, carpal tunnel, all these things are going up. They're skyrocketing. So this ergonomics comes into play. We're going to try to re reduce a lot of these injuries. We're going to try to reduce back injuries, leg injuries, knee, joint, shoulder. And we're going to put these things into place, tubs, milk crates, uh, these orange hampers, these hooks, to reduce those workers' compens claims. And so that was part of the reason for it. Management didn't give a damn. They didn't care. There's a PowerPoint in here that y'all see, and uh, he talks about that. Uh, it's, he talks about the statement from Manny Peralta, and he has a little snippet. He says, On or about March 1st of 2011, the USPS provided the NELC with an update as to ergonomics in the form of PowerPoint presentation. A review of this information shows that 22% of the MSD suffered by letter carriers occurred in the office. The same PowerPoint presentation page contained a page titled Common High-Risk Work Methods or Hazards and Solutions. The reason relevant part, getting the mail off the floor, tables, tub racks, and upside-down flat tubs. So it's telling you, this thing that Manny Prawls sent, it's telling you common high-risk work methods are working off the floor. Management didn't care. Still said they're going to put my damn mail on the floor. <laughs> He's got Section 883 of the ELM. Standards, ergonomics, and engineering, OSHA and applicable consensus safety and health standards, ergonomic considerations. It's got that highlight. It goes on down. Consideration must be given to employee work environment, equipment, tools, supplies used, and the material on which work is performed. That's another great thing for you when you're dealing with a grievance with ergonomics. Uh, NELC Director of Safety and Health Manny Peralta provided a statement in this case which reads in relevant part as follows. Ergonomics enters the letter carrier craft. The USPS and NELC committed to bringing the principles of ergonomics into customer service following the positive outcome of the ergonomics program and mail processing. The USPS and NELC pilot tested a rollout in Albany, New York. Subsequently, the USPS and NELC agreed to select the San Diego District to expand ergonomics with other districts to follow. 
Following the experiences and knowledge acquired through our joint efforts on ergonomics with customer service, the national parties decided to establish a document to share this information with all parties in the field. And that document is M1773. So make sure you get that. It's in this file, M1773. It's in here, but this is what it says. Signed on April 24, 2008 by NALC President William Young and Doug Tolino, Vice President of Labor Relations, reads in route part as follows. Consistent with its ongoing commitment to improve safety, the National Joint Labor Management Safety Committee evaluated several tools designed to reduce injuries associated with lifting, loading, and handling of mail, pilot testing, and the customer service ergonomic risk reduction process indicated that three of the evaluated tools may reduce injuries and musculoskeletal disorders, repetitive motion injuries related to lifting, reaching, and handling cumbersome or heavier objects. So that's a beautiful M document, and it talks about the three things I talked about earlier. The milk crates to elevate the mail off the ground. The orange hampers. Uh, so if you have, if they're doing the wires now, file on that. File on that and get your, get your orange hampers back. All that stuff is in here that will help you, okay? It says, the grievance file contains an email transmission dated 10.14 a.m. October 18th of 2013 from Corey Walton to, to Patricia King, who was safety manager at the time, which reads in part as follows. I just got back from Washington and have a lot to share. Concerning the ergo topics, I brought up a concern to them and our telecom about tubs being removed from carriers in Antioch. That was the first station that that happened at here in, in our installation, or in our branch, was Antioch, and they put those back. But with us, they didn't. I had to grieve it. At the face-to-face, -face, the head of ergonomics was there, as well as the head of OSHA compliance. They were not happy with that decision and said they would be more than happy to look into that if we couldn't get a favorable outcome to that. And then when I told them that I had to grieve it, uh, they turned their back on us. So they, they were all talk, just yaps. They were, they were sock puppets is all they were. I think that the tubs should be provided to carriers ASAP and the mail be placed in those instead of on the floor. And uh, it, uh, it goes on to talk about some other stuff in the email. And so then I emailed her back. He says, uh, safety manager King replied to Mr. Walton. That's not right. I, I sent this back to her. See what you can find out about Antioch. I have the poom looking into it. I feel the supervisor's not being honest. Regardless, males should never at no time ever be sitting on the floor at any point for any length of time. Then I sent another email that's in here. It said ergonomics is trying to push certain items. The crates elevate the mail off the floor. They want mail to be above the knees. If there's a push for something, I would like the Tennessee district to be ahead of the pack. Of course, we all know how that ended up. They told me to go to hell. Then we have the minutes of the meeting. And that's what I was talking about. Those are in here. It'll help you as far as if you have minutes to your meetings. After this grievance, the district manager disbanded the safety committee. After this grievance, the district manager came in and disbanded everything safety. We no longer had safety meetings. We no longer have the safety. I'm a co-chair, but we hadn't done anything in years. Uh, the district manager put a halt to all of it. And that's what I'm talking about. All we can do is, is ask. Management ultimately is going to do what they want to do. So since this grievance, this safety committee, all these minutes disbanded. The 
co-chairs. All I'm, I'm still a co-chair, but I ain't done nothing in years. He disbanded that. We no longer go to stations and do anything. He disbanded all of that. And then the new district manager that's come in, he don't do it either. He, that, you know, his cost. But this grievance chapped his ass, so he just disbanded the entire damn committee. Then I've got Article 5 in there, uh, past practice, and y'all know all about that. Uh, and then there's uh, the pre-arb management's position, and they just came up with some AMSOP. It was stupid. And here's my issue, or the remedy I requested. The union requests that management cease and desist violating Articles 5 and 14 of the JCAM. Management be ordered to immediately restore the practice of staging flat mail at city carriers' cases in the flat tubs. Ask for each carrier to be compensated $20 a day. Uh, each person in management be mandated to take a course in ergonomics. I said, Ms. Kim Alley be ordered to take a class on ergonomics and be reprimanded for failing to do her job as district safety manager. This ultimately falls at her feet. She refused to stand up and tell those that were responsible that this is putting carriers in a known unsafe position. The minutes of our district safety meeting are included in the case file. She was present, and it is obvious that she remained silent when it came time to voice her concern about the carriers being placed in an unsafe position. Every time that it's brought up in front of them, like I told you with that stand-up about the heat, all of safety is there, they didn't say a damn thing. And then there's our, our contentions at the formal layer in there. They're very good. Uh, talks about uh, different ergonomic stuff. Y'all get the... Y'all get the uh, the gist of it. I'm not going to read all this, uh, but in there's the um, says in the uh, uh, page 118 of the file contains a copy of the signed agreement between the union and management regarding tools for injury reduction. Good ideas. U.S. Postal Service, National Association of Letter Carriers, National Joint Safety Task Force. These good ideas tools were approved to help reduce injuries and musculoskeletal disorders. It reads in relevant part as follows: Utility and mail hooks. Plastic rods with a hook to extend the reach of the carry and loading, unloading mail into and from long life vehicles and flex fuel vehicles. Hamper inserts. Inserts used with 1046P hampers. Now that's the hamper that you use, the orange one. It's 1046P. Hampers to raise the level of trays and tubs of mail loaded into the hamper to reduce the lifting height in loading and unloading the mail. So they have inserts. Now, a lot of people put upside-down tubs in there to elevate that mail. We've had to grieve that. It's in here, too. It's a, at the bottom of this is another grievance that JB put in here for me where we had to grieve where management took out these, told them to take out those inverted tubs uh, because it was taking too many trips. But this talks about hamper inserts, and that's what this is. Things that you can put in the bottom of the hampers to raise the level of the mail. So, you got that? And then mail elevation units, milk crates is what they called it, used to elevate the height of trays and tubs of mail distributed carriers cases, reducing bending and the lift height. But care must be taken to avoid increased twisting while lifting. So, that was part of the thing we put in there to talk about uh, the in increased risk. Article 14's in there. And here's my uh, talk about the email. It's a snippet. And uh, it says on page 236, the grievance file is an email from Bellmead Union Stewart and NALC District Safety Co-Chair Corey Walton to Bruce Getz, Eastern Area Safety Manager. Mr. Walton asked Mr. Getz about the mail being placed on the floor and what the Eastern Area's position was on the subject. Mr. Getz replied as follows. 
Since this is being grieved, I am cautious to comment. My opinion doesn't speak for the entire Postal Service, and depending on what level the grievance enters, I will not provide my opinion. He might as well wrote that and signed it. Uh, sincerely, the coward. Because that's what you are. You're a coward for not standing up and doing your damn job as far as safety. My opinion doesn't speak for the entire Postal Service. Look here. I didn't ask you to speak for the Postal Service. I went to the eastern area, the head of the eastern area, and said, hey, they're making us unsafe. Your job is safety, right? That's your title, eastern area safety manager. And you're going to come at me with some bullshit on not providing my opinion? Son, these people are a joke. Now, it's a good read. Contentions are a good read. I'm not Again, I'm not going to read all of it to you. Uh, they said the approving official, then station manager Eric Baxter, said housekeeping and safety is everyone's thing. So I asked, uh, I put in an information request, and I said, what provision of any handbook or manual covers housekeeping? Because I wanted to look that up, because it's made up. And the information request is in there. He says, uh, when I asked to interview those people, he says, per your request for information extension, I'm requesting the interview questions that you'll be asking the author of the Eastern Area Delivery Foundation. Now <laughs> says, as for my conversation with Sandy Quick, manager of customer service operations, conversation took place September 16th at 2014. I need the memo as stated on the 1767s. I need the I need the Eastern Area Delivery Foundation. I need the memo as stated on the 1767s, the Eastern Area Delivery Foundation. I'll base my questions off of this memo. I will not be furnishing any questions to anyone in advance. So y'all want to go? Let's go. So anyway, you get the gist of it. All of that is dealing with ergonomics. Uh, Paul did a fantastic job on the B team. I'll just be regurgitating if I keep going down my contention. I'm not going to make this any longer than it needs to be. But it's a lot to it, folks. It's a lot of grievance. It's 379 pages of, of stuff. But in there is everything that you will need to file an ergonomics grievance. Again, like I said, this individual said that they took the orange hampers out and make them do a wire cages. The only reason they're doing that is to save time, like I said. The only reason they're doing that is to save time. They're talking about this hour office time. I talked to a gentleman up north. And he said that uh, he messaged me this week, and he said that the district manager had told his boss that they're mandating the hour office time. Okay, all this thing is coinciding with these scanners. You can't tell me any different. Uh, I may be a fool, uh, but uh, you know, all this stuff happening right now, and and we've not heard anything from anybody on our side. We're just supposed to wait for this training, and uh, when they get finished with the training, I guess that's going to bleed down to us after it's too damn late. But this hour office time, they're going to start mandating that in this state that this guy called me from. That's due to this scanner. Uh, they're wanting to cut your office time. That's the only time they can save, save time is there. Uh, the, they're trying to cut out our, our, our fixed office time, 33 minutes and 43 minutes, uh, with Dois and Pet. Uh, get on top of that. JB's episode on that is killing it right now. It's skyrocketing. So people are listening to that one. Keep listening to it. Educate yourself on that. It's the most important one we've got up right now. Uh, but taking out the orange hampers and putting in wire cages is solely to reduce office time. 
It's solely to reduce our time. They don't want you taking two or three trips with these orange hampers. They're going to give you these wire cages. That way you can put everything in it. You take one trip to your vehicle. That's the only reason. The only problem is that you're increasing my risk of muscular skeletal disorders when you do that. You're increasing my risk of injury to my back, my shoulders, my legs, my knees. You're increasing the risk of injury. So grieve that. Grieve it. Like I said, if it's been going on, grieve it. Get this case file. Look it over. You can find things in there that are going to help you. Protect your people, man. Protect your people. Let's go on down through here. There's the pre-arb. Now, one of them signed. You can barely read it. The one that's unsigned is in here. And it says, as a result of pre-arbitration discussions, we mutually agreed to full settlement of the above reference case as follows. The coffins there are currently at the carrier's case shall remain and be used first for placing flats as the carrier's case. There shall be no new coffins added to any case. The remaining flats shall be placed in tubs at each carrier's case. There shall be no flats placed on the floor except in tubs. So for all them assholes that told me they weren't coming back, <laughs> what I tell you? Like I said, baby, I can show you better than I can tell you. Y'all want to get down? We'll get down. This grievance right here, that's the union getting down, baby. We took them on from the national level, eastern area level, district level, a foot in everybody's ass, and uh, my mail's in tubs today. And it says, each of the carriers on the attached web coins page, minus the three names lined out, shall receive a lump sum payment of $250, minus appropriate taxes. So all my carriers got $250. I asked for $20 a day. It wasn't there that much, but hey, we got them a little pocket change anyway. A little gas money. I wanted this to go to an arbitrator. I'll take that pre-arb. I want my tubs back. But uh, they didn't want this thing seeing an arbitrator. And there's the 1767s, uh, new stewards, if you've never seen one. I've had somebody ask me to send them one the other day, never seen one before. There's the 1767s in here. Uh, you can barely read some of them. Some of them you can read. Uh, but they're in there. And, and you're going to need your 1767s in your case file. Get you some good people that, that uh, write you a 1767. And again, like I said, for some reason, the, the B-team decision is, is in there twice, and so is the contentions. The case file is so big, I did put kind of like an index in there, table of contents in there. Uh, you may want to do that. It'll help you in arbitration, your advocate. Uh, Manny Peralta's statement in there, and he gave me a bunch of stuff, man, a bunch of stuff to help me out. Uh, job safety analysis, you'll want that because that, that helps you out tremendously. If you've never heard of one, it's a JSA. Uh, they're called job safety analysis. And it's uh, any injury, risk of injury, illness, any accident, anything that could ever possibly happen to you is on a job safety analysis. If you've never seen one, it's in here, and it talks about uh, mail being placed in tubs, so we've got that. Um, the ERRP is dated uh, 2005. That's in here. Uh, read all of that. I'm not going to read all that to you, man. We'll be here till midnight. Um, 1773 is in here tools for injury reduction good ideas and management came at me with that's just good ideas it's not a mandate it's just good ideas to keep y'all safe and we're not mandated to keep you safe how about first sentence of article 14 bitch how about that management's responsibility how about that one 
So they're saying that when it says tools for injury reduction, good ideas, it's just an idea. It's not a mandate. You got to be kidding me. It's some damn clowns, man, we work for, let me tell you. But get that, put it in there. Uh, the ergonomics PowerPoint is in here. It's very good. I'm, again, I'm not going to read all that to you. The ergonomics PowerPoint talks about all the injuries and illnesses, workman's comp. Man, it talks about everything. It is absolutely fantastic. Everything that Paul's talking about, we are talking about the EL-809, all that's in here for you. You don't have to look up the first damn thing. That guy, maybe he'll look at my, maybe he'll listen to my podcast about ergonomics. He'll be so happy since he's over ergonomics. It's just he was a cowardly piece of shit and uh, didn't do anything. But maybe he'll listen to it. Hey, buddy, I'm doing your job for you, promoting ergonomics. What a coward that guy was, man. It's his damn thing. I need to watch my language. I'm sorry. I just get fired up, man, when people mess, hurt my people. How about that? How about that being your job title and you won't get involved? You're scared to get in. To write a statement for a grievance. Just write a statement tell, saying, I've got to speak for you. What a joke. i got to put in my email, talk to the head of ergonomics. He said that y'all shouldn't be doing this. I'm having to write that because this guy's too big of a damn coward to do it himself. I know people that listen to this at that national level are like, God, Corey. I don't care. That's why I didn't ask for permission to do this damn thing, because I'm going to tell it like it is. Uh, the uh, There's another great thing in here. It's uh, National USPS NALC Joint Safety Act and Accident Control Team. Pat Carroll, like I said, the one has grabbed me, saying, come on, Corey. Uh, he was one of the co-chairs, but this is their report. It's very good. It's a PowerPoint. Very good. All this stuff is going to help you, man. I'm telling you, all this stuff is going to help you. I put in there the, the meeting minutes. Uh, there's the um, good ideas, project equipment description, and ordering information. Uh, so uh, if you have an issue, if you want those hooks, that's how they can order them. If they say they're not, file a grievance on them and say that your, your carriers are concerned about uh, their back and muscular skeletal disorders, and they want these hooks to get this mail out of the back of the vehicle. It tells you where to order it in here. Grieve that on Article 14 and 19 via all this stuff in here. The hamper inserts, if they took your wire cage and took your hampers and give you wire cages, use this against them. Milk crates, that's what I use against them in my tubs. Here's a 2005 comprehensive statement of postal operations. I think this is the OIG report everywhere, every day. It talks about ergonomic reduction process. The ergonomic risk reduction process is designed to reduce both the number and severity of musculoskeletal disorders. Build labor management teams with ergonomic skill and cultivate partnerships to identify and control ergonomic risk. Okay, so those are things that if it's been going on for a while, uh, those things will help you, all right? A lot of good stuff in here, man. I've forgotten most of the stuff was in here. It's a good good grievance. Uh, here's my information request. I asked for the Eastern Area Delivery Foundation memo or policy. I wanted to see it because I knew you were lying about it. There's no such thing. The author of this memo or policy, name or names, 
time to interview this person or persons. All data or information gathered by management from their studies showing that ergonomically it is putting carriers in a safer situation, placing bundled flats on the ground rather than the existing practice of placing them in tubs. So I want to know what studies you did to show that ergonomically it's safer for me to get mail off the ground. You didn't. It's for housekeeping. Another information request, what evidence does the employee have that the agreement between Doug Tolino and William Young are good practices, good ideas, I mean, dated April 24, 2008, has been made obsolete? So if these two powerhouses signed it, I want something showing that that's now obsolete. What provision of any handbook or manual is housekeeping covered under? Can't give me that either. And then I wanted a copy of all my 1767s that they had. I already had mine that the carriers had, but I wanted to see theirs. And here's what management said to me, Corey Walton. The documentation dated April 24, 2008 between Tolino and Young isn't an agreement. It's a good idea suggestions that has nothing to do with flat tubs, but it's talking about hampers. I, I just read to y'all about the hooks, the hampers, and the milk crates. And he's saying it's just talking about the hampers. <laughs> you didn't read it. And that's what we contended. And then they gave me the AMSOP, which had nothing to do with anything. We destroyed that. Y'all can look at that AMSOP. It's a lot of it, but it has nothing to do with anything. I'm, I'm sure somebody just said, hey, put this in there, damn. I mean, it was not going to make it to arbitration. Uh, there's my Article 5 language, so that's in there for you. You don't have to print that out. Article 14 language is in there. You don't have to print that out. All my statements that I got from carriers concerned about uh, the mail being placed on the floor, how long they've been working for the Postal Service, and how long their mail has been placed in tubs, uh, 25 years, 30 years, 50 years, that they've had mail in tubs. So I've got a lot of statements I got the Southeast, Southeast Area Staging Mail uh, volume. It's what was put on the end of my case. So I just took that and put that in the file. I got my minutes of the uh, district uh, safety meeting. It says, Corey talked about ergonomics and offices not using flat tubs to stage mail at the cases. Corey stated that now the mail is being staged directly on the floor, and this takes away from ergonomics. Sharice talked about, that's the... HR manager, Therese talked about flat coffins being used at high-volume offices. Corey stated in his office, Bellmead, they sometimes still have 10 to 11 feet of flats that will not fit in the flat coffins. And those pictures are in there. You can see those. They ain't going to do you no good, but that's just, I took pictures so that I'm not lying. Then Bruce Getz was in one. That coward. Uh, and all of management and my carriers. Now, if you read that and you're saying there's a bullet point, you probably won't read those things. But if you do, the minutes, they're kind of comical. But this is what this guy, Bruce Getz, gets on. And this is what he says. Because when we used to go out in teams, we'd do uh, a stand-up talk, and then we'd go out and observe carriers, just tell them anything that they were doing wrong. Nothing would come of it. You couldn't Management couldn't report a vehicle number, a name. If they did that, we were going to disband the whole thing. So all we did was go out there. If Carrie went through a red a stop sign with the door open, we just pull over. Hey, man, make sure you're doing that. You get to put your seatbelt on. Stuff like that. So there's no snitching. But Bruce says, 
In these minutes, the proper procedure was discussed as to how a team should handle a situation of finding a carrier out of the vehicle with the vehicle running. Bruce explained that all NALC business agents in the eastern area have agreed that in this situation, the NALC representative will walk away and the management team member will handle the situation. And I said, it's not on here, but I said, hold up just a second. I know for a fact you're lying. Because my business agent told you, there's no chance in hell we're doing that. If that ever happens, we're leaving this program. And and my business agent, who was Pete Moss at the time, he told him. He said, "What should we do? Just y'all just walk away?" And we did. He said, "Bullshit. We ain't no. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. This will never be a gotcha moment. So dude just flat out lied in the damn meeting." Uh, it says Dave Clark asked about flat tubs in the cough and the offices. Sharice explained that flat tubs will not be used to stage bulk mail in the stations and associate offices. Bundles of bulk mail will be staged directly on the floor at the carrier's case. That's the head of HR now for the district. He explained that flat tubs will not be used. So we're sitting here telling y'all how many times have I told them ergonomics, safety, my back, uh, Muscular skeletal disorders. Remember all this time we've been telling them? What she say? We don't care. Mail's going to be put on the ground. That's how much they care, man. So I made sure that she got a copy of this pre-arb where my mail was put back in tubs. Then there's all the pictures of the flats on the ground. Got a lot of flats there. And so if you're doing a, a grievance or they've had taken your hampers away, and you got wire cages, make sure, get the smallest person you got in there to stand at one and act like she's pushing it or he's pushing it and take pictures of it full and take a picture of that with them pushing that thing. You can do that in the investigation of a grievance. If management tells you anything uh, that you can't take pictures, say, hey, I'm on union time, I'm investigating a grievance, and I'm going to take a picture of this person pushing this out. And you'll see these trays stacked up. They try to do that to me, too, where they took all my trays and stacked them over and, uh, on the wall. I grieved that. Got that back. I think I'm some kind of rookie or something, I guess. I don't know. There's my emails. You'll see those. It's no big deal. Just where I was going at everybody. Just wanted to show that everybody and anybody I could get be involved. There's one from Bruce Getz. Depending on what level the grievance enters, I will not provide my opinion. Okay. And I sent him, I said, I'm interested to know what your position on the mail being placed on the floor is. To me, I think it's absurd that we would allow things that are currently in place ergonomically to be taken away. I'm not sure how the cosmetic aspect of it trumps the long-term health of our city letter carriers. I know Kim Malley, who is the district safety manager, is going to do what Dillman, the district manager, tells her to. She wouldn't go against him if he said tell the carriers to stand in a fire pit all day. This is not a topic that should have to be grieved. Please let me know what the eastern area's view on mail being placed on the floor is instead of the standard tub. As always, thank you very much. And what did he say? I'm not going to give you my opinion. In other words, I'm a coward. And then there's a grievance in here, uh, a B-team decision uh, where they um, took out the inverted plastic tubs in the uh, orange hampers, and they won that. It's in Chattanooga, where they, you know, where it says elevate the the inverted tubs and the hampers. They took those out. 
and they won that. That grievance is in there. That will help you if that happens in your installation. The one where they took my trays, all my trays at the case, the hard plastic trays where we get the mail, or we put the mail in, they took all those from me and stacked them in a corner. I had to grieve that. That's in here. That pre-arb, that's a formal aid resolution. So that's what's in there. Uh, ergonomics, it's it's a it's a it's an important thing. It, it's one of the more important grievances you'll file if you're dealing with that, because it deals with the long-term health of our carriers. Okay, the long-term health of our brothers and sisters. That's what it deals with. So if you have them, if they, if your mail is on the ground, because I know that for a fact, when I went up. When I was on the National Safety Committee, we would tour different stations around through there, and they had the mail on the ground, and uh, I couldn't believe it. And so I'd ask them, "How long?" Matter of fact, my business agent was with me. We were like, "How long y'all been doing that?" Oh, months. Y'all not grieving that? No, they told us it wasn't a grievance. Hmm. Well, see, we couldn't engage that because we're on a committee, so we we couldn't sit there and say, "Man, y'all need to grieve that." But uh, should have probably, but you can still grieve it. You can grieve it today and use all these things I've been telling you about that every day that you come in and that mail's on the ground, it's increasing your risk of a musculoskeletal disorder. Every single day that you come in, and that's how I'd word that. That's how when I grieve it, I'd say every day that we come in, there are things in place, tubs, milk crates, to get this mail elevated so that we're not uh, risking injury to our back. Uh, if they take your hampers away like they did with this individual this week and i sent them an e my email i uh, sent them this case file through email and they gave them wire cages grieve that if y'all have had wire cages for a long time and some carriers may not care grieve it anyway because it's reducing the risk of injury if you get those hampers back okay so anything like that man grieve it and protect your people uh, this this is a lot to do about uh, ergonomics I got a little rant there but like I said, I don't care whose feet I step on. My people, their people, I don't care. Uh, because at the end of the day, when I retire, I know that I did everything humanly possible to protect my people. And that's all that matters to me. Nothing else matters. Um, and, and that's how you should be. You shouldn't concern yourself with opinions of others. What does it say? Lions don't concern themselves with opinions of sheep. That's how I feel. Somebody don't like me, that's on you. I'm going to protect my people. When I quit, when I step down, I want all my people to say, that, that dude right there, he was a badass. He protected us through everything. That's all I care about, protecting my people. So ergonomics, what would y'all think about that one? It's not bad, right? Ergonomics? Uh, that'll help you out with some things. Next week, I don't know what I'm going to do. I may do a closing. Uh, I've got a good one on... Uh, uh, falsifying clock rings and i'll put up the decision on that that was the one that the gentleman put in his uh report the national report about falsifying clock rings i, I have a closing that uh my ta recorded because he he's going to be an advocate and he studies them he listens to them and uh it's a uh, closing on that i may do that i've had some pushback on that i don't know if i care or not but if not we'll do something if it's wrong okay so ergonomics, there you have it. It's now it's listed. It's it's an episode now, and uh, so y'all have a fantastic rest of the week. Okay, 
the long three-day week uh, you had a three-day weekend most of you um memorial day always personal for me because i'll tell you about my brother who was a hellraiser died of cancer when he was 41 but he was in the military so this day is really hard on my mother really hard and my dad too but especially my mother um she has a hard time with memorial day because of my brother but um that dude was a character man he was one in a million one of a kind a hellion baby let me tell you but he he died in 2009 of cancer and so i miss him every day i do and uh, when i tell y'all when i talk about mitigating factors when i talk about the loss of a loved one i think of my mother and uh, you can't even say my brother's name was mike you can't even say his name you can't even say his name and she'll start bawling every time if you you know and you'll come in sometimes, go visit, she'll be crying. And you'll know that she's thinking of Mike. So when we talk about mitigating factors, and I talk about that, when I talk about that young lady and stuff, and I tell you I couldn't recover, trust me when I say that. People don't recover. They never recover. And my mom's a perfect example. So Memorial Day hits hard for her. And me, you know, because I miss him. He was he was uh, something else, man. He was a character. Uh, but and my daughter, she she loved him more than life. She always has a terrible time today. She's put stuff up on Facebook about him. She goes to his grave, you know, and sees him. But anyway, well, that was somber. <laughs> but it's Memorial Day, so, you know, for those that have served, man, I, I can't thank you enough. Y'all have a fantastic rest of the week. Uh, we're going to do something Sunday if it's wrong. I don't know what we're going to do. We'll have fun at it anyway. So hopefully I've enjoyed ergonomics, man. Got down a little bit. We're going to protect our people. Screw everybody else, right? <laughs> All right. Y'all have a blessed week, and I'll talk to y'all later, okay? Bye-bye.